Hey, welcome to Feeling Twisty. So, how's it going? Got a cold front coming in, or just came in. The weather's great. The rain's gone. The wind is chilly. I got a big old pot of red beans and sausage cooking to add with some rice later. So, I've been talking about, or thinking about, uh, well, this started from a conversation I was having with my buddy, David Breslow. Uh, great guy. We always have some great conversations. And it got me to thinking about when we have planted that seed, when we've gone in and whether we've done an imaginal act, you know, you used our, you created a scene in our imagination that implies our wish is fulfilled or we've assumed it to be done, uh, which is the key to come to the point where you assume it to be a given a fact that your wish is fulfilled. That's the point of implantation. But <clears throat> what happens when it seems like things get worse? You know, it's, it's like I'm, I imagined that I have a better job or a better relationship or more money. But here we are at the end of the week and I have to, I have to pay bills or I didn't get the promotion. I am, I planted the seed. I imagined that I have a, I'm succeeding in my, in my job, in what I want to do. But then I didn't get the promotion that they had up. What happens? What does that mean when things don't seem to be working? Well, I've got great news. It doesn't mean a damn thing. <laughs> It doesn't mean necessarily that you didn't do it right, that you didn't do the right scene. No, not at all. It could very well mean that it's you've implanted the seed and it's working its way up, that it's happening. And what you're experiencing is just what Neville calls the bridge of incident just events that are taking place to get you to that wish fulfilled doesn't mean that you're failing at all. And I, oh wow, I've been there so many times where I got to the point where, okay, this isn't working, obviously, because I still have bills to pay or I'm whatever, fill in the blank. But it's, it's happened to me before many times. Where I get to that point, like if something's not, I'm not doing something right. I need more Neville. I need another lecture. I need a year 2020. I need to find somebody else. I need to pay for another program. I said, I need to buy another system, another program to pay for to t fix what I, what I haven't gotten right yet. No, it doesn't mean that at all. Unless you believe it does. If you believe that you're not getting it, that you're not doing it right, then that's exactly what you experience. It all comes down to what you're assuming. Now, go, let me go back to my example. So, it's still a crappy, you know, it seemed to be, you know, you still got the same problems that you had. Or maybe they got worse. Maybe you, you're imagining for, and you felt it to be real that you have successful business or you are you're got a promotion or you're making X amount of money at a job and you didn't get the promotion or maybe you got fired. Doesn't mean that you 
failed in your imaginal act unless you believe it does. And when you start to react and you get stressed out, I know for me, so many times I, I think I'd slowed things down by reacting and freaking out and assuming that I'd screwed it up. But those reactions, that, that all that was, was just my old man, or if you want to call it my ego, or the outer man, the man of flesh, the Esau that the Bible talks about, the man that goes by the senses, what the physical world tells him. That's the old me, the old man, or my outer man, rearing its head saying, whoa, wait a second, I'm picking up, according to my you know, five senses, that you're still a screw-up. Just need to bury that guy, bury the old man. And, and, and I would get so upset by it when I would start having these, when things like that would happen, beating myself up, I'd get a little depressed and dive back in. I mean, I was already reading a, a lecture a day and listening to a lecture a day and not counting all of the, the interactions on the Neville Goddard Facebook pages and websites. Ah, I'm missing something. I got to get back in there. I'm not doing it right. No, it's only because I was assuming I wasn't doing it right. Instead of deciding to look at those things as, one, just part of the bridge of incident. Not that I'm looking for signs. I don't look for things to tell me if I'm on the right track or not. But if I'm noticing something, that's the point where I decide, okay, what meaning do I want to give this? Do I want to say that I'm failing? Or do I want to give it just a feeling, a meaning of, nah, it's just what it is. Everything's coming to pass perfectly for me. I know my wish is fulfilled. I've assumed it to be true. I'm still assuming it to be true. So I give no meaning to this other than happily rejoicing that, oh, look what I noticed. I'm on the crossing the bridge of incident. This is just the plan unfolding. Or look at it that it's just your chance to notice what you're thinking and the, the old guy, the old man, the outer man, your ego is wanting to open the door, get back in there. This is your chance to realize that you are God. The God within you, your Godness, is knocking on the, uh, on the door even louder. I, that's not my idea. That's not my uh, metaphor. I got that from the I Am Love website, but I love that. When, when you start to have doubts or fears, just, just know that your godness, your, the God in you is knocking 10 times harder. So here's your chance to just give life to the crap, to the fear and the doubt, or just surrender to the love and the knowing of who you really are. Oh, I love that. So just because things get seen, according to your senses, that it's not working, you decide what that means to you. I decide to look at it now. Everything's working out perfectly for me. Remember, you make up your rules. You are the author. You're the playwright for your play. 
and you're playing all the parts. So you want to rewrite your script? Rewrite it. You want to change the makeup of the play? Switch the characters around? It's all you. You don't like the way the play is going? Rewrite it. Tweak it. Edit here and there. Or scrap the whole damn thing and rewrite it. You are the author and the actor portraying all the parts in your life. You're not co-writing. You're doing it all yourself. So it's up to you to decide what to put in your play. What do you want to experience? It's all up to you, not me. I can't tell you what to do. Because in my experience, what I'm conscious of is only my experience. I'm not conscious of what you're experiencing. We can interact, but I'm only, you're only real to me according to what I'm conscious of. I have no idea and I can never know what anybody else is actually experiencing. It's all up to you to decide what you want to believe and how you want to write the rule, rules. You want to do affirmations or if you think you have to do an imaginal scene to actually feel it to be real, that's cool. I love doing imaginal scenes. You want to hop around on one foot and balance a plate on your head with a butter knife in one hand and a fork in the other. If that's what you think it takes, if that's for you, it takes that to get to the point of assuming your wish is fulfilled. Hell, do it. Put some butter. Did I say butter? Put some butter on that potato. kind of went off the rails there. If you need, you know, a gin and tonic to get into to the, if that's what you think you need, that's, it doesn't matter. And I, I used to be so rigid about it. It's funny that I left so much doctrine and dogma in the, in church, believing it had to be a certain way that this outside force is in power, something outside of me. And it had to be done, do things in certain ways and say prayers in certain ways and hold the right beads in my hand. All these things to get to, to uh, have to follow these rules. And so, and then I got away from all that and it was so liberating. But then I noticed one day, all I did was replace one dogma, one doctrine for another. I had, I had made feeling it to be real, I had, imagining creates reality, this whole thing that Neville teaches, and, it, and I had made certain aspects of it another damn doctrine. And I, was make, I turned it into another strict, has to be this way religion. I love that, and I don't regret it. I love noticing that. I see we're each one of us God experiencing life. And I thought it was so interesting when I, when I noticed that, that I had done the same thing with Neville Goddard, that I had lived in church all of my life. It had to be this way. And then I, 
I was so frustrated, so frustrated because I could never get my imaginal scenes right. I wasn't doing it just right. It must not be because I'm not seeing the results I want. But you know what? I wasn't seeing the results I want because I was assuming I wasn't doing it right. I assumed I was lacking. And so I, I was still having an abundant life. I was just harvesting an abundance of lack. An abundance of lack. You're always reaping a huge harvest. A huge harvest of crap or harvest of lack. Unlovely things or lovely things. Every little, it's... It, Whatever you're assuming, if you're assuming you can't get it or you don't know what I'm talking about, you're, you're going to continue harvesting not knowing what I'm talking about. One of the, and I mentioned this in, in a recent episode, talking about when I was healed, how the perfect formula, even though it's not a, there is no formula, uh, but the, the perfect example, I guess, for me, was what I did in the very beginning when I first started learning about this. And then, and then I took it from there. I just I thought, okay, I, I need to learn more. I need to learn more. Dig, dig, dig. Study, study, study. Buy, buy all these different programs and subscribe to all these different things. I was listening to everybody I could find that had anything to do with this. And because I imagined I didn't have it. I imagined I didn't know enough. And so for a very long time, that's what I continued to harvest. Me not having the right information, not getting it. Because that's what I believed. That little moment, it was on a Thanksgiving morning. I was lying in bed and I was thinking about what would it be, you know, going, I've mentioned this the other, in other episodes, wanting to travel with my family, move to the mountains, live in the Canadian Rockies, in this little internal conversation. How are you going to do any of that in a wheelchair? And I said, you're right. I guess it's time for dystonia to go. And then I said, okay. And I did, I did do a little quick little imaginal scene where I'm, I'm not going to get into it. I've talked about it, but it's just a little two-second little scene. But in the assumption, it was, it was the power of the healing came from the assumption. Assuming it was done. That, that moment when I said, it's time for it to go. Time for the sickness to go. And I said, okay. That moment is when the seed was planted. I assumed it. I assumed it in, in not in a big glorious lightning and thunderbolts kind of, not the way you see in a, you know, you'd see it in a movie or expect it to be or even to feel like. I mean, you make the rules. So it can be however you want it to feel like. But for me, I just assumed it. And that when I'm talking about what it felt like, I assumed that I would be able to do all those things. I didn't imagine running and jumping and doing cartwheels. I didn't imagine any of that. I didn't try to feel that to be real. All I felt to be real 
what felt real to me was I just felt it. I assumed it's done. Like, okay, it's done. I'll be able to do all those things. The same type of, okay, and, and the same knowingness that I had, knowing that I was about to go eat fried turkey at my parents' house for Thanksgiving. I knew they had fried turkey. It was that same level of knowing, just it's done. I know it's there. And if we were leaving our neighborhood and there was a traffic jam on that day, heading to Thanksgiving dinner, and we'd gotten in traffic, I wouldn't have thought, oh no, I'm not, there's not going to be any fried turkey. There's no fried turkey anymore because there's a traffic jam. No, I knew it to be true that we're having fried turkey. That's the same level of knowing. It's so simple. It's so, so simple. The assumption, believing something to be true without the proof. You just know it's done. I didn't, I hadn't seen my dad's turkey. He, I just knew he was cooking it. He told me he was, he was we were, that was one of the dishes. I didn't have him like, oh, I need to see it. I need, I need to send me a picture of it. I want to hear the oil popping and crackling when you put the turkey in. I don't believe it. No, I just assumed it to be true. And that's the same assumption that I had when I was lying in bed thinking about being healed. And the days, the days following, I didn't, I didn't get upset still being in a wheelchair. I didn't get upset still incontinent, you know, crap in my pants. Sorry if you're drinking coffee or eating right now. <laughs> I didn't get upset uh, when I couldn't fit into the bathroom stall at the airport the, the, a few days later. I think I did probably, I said a few things about the airport management not having a handicapped stall open. But I didn't at any point say, none of that worked last week. No, it was just an assumption, this knowingness, this knowing that it's done. That's all it is. It's just the assumption. You don't have to have an imaginal scene. You've created your life, all these circumstances in your life, without creating imaginal scenes or going into trances or meditating, lighting candles and getting rocks and crystals. Not knocking any of that. I like, I like crystals. They're pretty. And I like smelly good candles too. But you didn't do any of that to harvest a lifetime of things, good, bad, and indifferent. We're always confronted with what we've assumed to be true, whether it's about ourselves or, or seeming others. Whatever you assume to be true about somebody is what you're going to experience about them. If you don't like what you're experiencing with them, change what you assume about them. Like Neville says, they're all just you pushed out. Each one of us is experiencing this life, this universe, from our own point of view, our own consciousness. It reminds me of that, what, you know, that saying, if a tree falls in the forest and there's nobody there to hear it, does it make a sound? And then I would say, what tree? <laughs> okay, I think it's funny. Hold on, I'm sipping my coffee. So, back to my, what I first started talking about. That when it doesn't seem... 
even though it doesn't seem like it, looking at the five senses, what the five senses tell you that it's not working, don't assume that to be true unless that's what you want to believe. I was, when I had that little moment, that assumption, I assumed I was healed. I assumed that it was done, that I'd be able to do all these things on two feet. It was that little moment that that's when the seed was planted. But there wasn't, none of those six days following that did I think, did I get upset. I didn't worry about it. Not at all. I just knew it to be done. And it was. Six days later. Just so naturally. And I didn't worry about it. I didn't go redo the scene or try to listen to another Neville lecture to see if I maybe, you know, I'm home from Thanksgiving dinner and I'm still in a wheelchair. Something didn't work. No. I just, it was done. That same simple assumption, like I knew we were having fried turkey for Thanksgiving dinner. It really is that easy. And you really do write your own story. You write your own story. I don't write it for you. In fact, I know, I knew getting when I started doing the podcast that I'm really, I knew I was getting more, I was going to learn from my own podcast, my own episodes. I, because I'm really talking to myself because everyone in my sphere, my universe that I'm, that I'm conscious of is connected to me. So I'm getting... I'm talking to myself and I'm, and I love this and I have experienced so many wonderful things and noticed so many wonderful things since I've been doing these uh, episodes, these podcasts. I love you guys. I love that you're listening. I love that you're getting something out of this. If you want to share your stories with me or if you have questions, say, shoot me an email, feeling twisty at gmail.com and uh, if you want if you have a cool story and you want me to talk about it on the on the show I'd be happy to I love doing that but remember whatever you're assuming to be true about yourself and about your universe is exactly what you'll experience you don't need to learn anymore you don't need to listen to me you don't need to listen to any more YouTube videos or pay for any programs. You don't need to give your tithe to the church unless you like it, unless you like something they're doing. No, you give your all, when it talks about giving the tithe, giving everything, your first fruits, back to the God, the I am within you. Go within. And anytime, you know, like when I was talking about in the beginning, when things seem to be, you're getting frustrated. And maybe, maybe I didn't do it right. Why? Ah, this is still a crappy day. Stuff still, you know, things aren't like I imagined them to be. Hold on. It doesn't mean it's not going to happen. And if you want to blow your top, you know, it just gets to a point where you're so frustrated. Do it. Lance that boil. Let off some steam. That's okay. Remember, you make the rules. 
you can have a crappy day and blow off steam and still know that your wish is fulfilled. You are God and you're writing your own story. You write it however you want. All right, I'm going to end with a quote. Let me see if I can get to it. There we go. All right, this is from Neville. So don't be concerned as to how God will fulfill the end. Only know that he will. Can you believe your desire is fulfilled? Can you believe it's true? If you can, it is yours for the taking, for nothing is impossible to one who believes. Oh, I love you guys. All right, this is Feeling Twisty.